Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Marinero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> You're in the ball. Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est bon. Ce sera la victoire des Canadiens. pour les Canadiens. Le troisième de l'histoire. You found the dogs. John, you found the dogs. He found the dogs. And all together, they worked the young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. TV. It's going to be sick. Marinero on this Wednesday, March 22nd. It is one minute past 10 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, the SICK Podcast is brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group, a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America. They are driven to be different. And La Bitta TB, embrace your true nature, brewed in Quebec, a winner of a dozen international awards. La Bitta TB offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. So here I am. And I'm going to be with you until about 11 o'clock with my wife in the other room, probably about, uh, you know, 10, 15 feet away from me. She's in this one. Uh, she's in a, uh, I don't know how else to explain it, but it's uh, it would be kind of like a um, a heating blanket, basically. It's, uh, it's a blanket that has the same effect uh, on you as if you, you would if you were entering a, a sauna type of thing. So anyway, she's in it every night and uh, it seems to be working because she's like Frosty the Snowman. When they got rid of his hat, and she's like melting every day. As for me, uh, quite the contrary. But yesterday, I told Daniello that after all the tweets and all the comments that I've seen and stuff like that, that you know what? Uh, I'm going to do something about it. And uh, I said to Daniello, uh, you know what? You need to challenge me. And he said, okay, I challenge you. And I said, okay, give me something realistic that you think I can lose in X amount of days. And he said, 15 pounds in 40 days. 15 pounds in 40 days I said all right okay so uh, i figured before i actually start watching what i eat for the next day or two i actually have to go out and eat everything and then i can start uh and i didn't eat everything today but i did have a nice lentil soup and uh and a nice uh, steak sandwich uh, i went out with my buddy senior terry who said let's go for lunch and he barred me to uh 
Bar Chocharos today. So I hadn't been there for a while. So it was nice seeing Anthony Panunzio and the gang and uh, had a good time. And it was nice seeing Senior Terry, my buddy, Terry. All right. Okay. Uh, it's also nice seeing my buddy who joins me every Wednesday night. He's a regular collaborator. And he is from TV Aspar, Marc Andre Perro. But we, we don't have him or what? What's the story here? I see him. I, I'm being told that he's in the, the green room, it says. So if he's in the green room, that this I, I guess he's, uh, is there something wrong or what? What's the, what's the story here? Why don't we have him yet? Marc-André Perrault. Agnello, Sammy, talk to me. You got to tell me something here. I, you know, I see Ma, I see uh, Mapper in the green room. They're probably trying. So now we, uh, by the way, there was uh, on a couple of occasions a couple of weeks ago, we had some issues with sound. Uh, and it was once with Mac andre Perot, and on another occasion, it was with George Larac. So Agnello and Sammy had to come on and pretend that they were like sound engineers and try and fix this. Uh, but now we upgraded our system, what we have, and uh, we we kind of have like a um, like a back room type of thing. And, and all the sound checks are all done in the back room. And just like that, Sammy has sent me a note that he's on. So let's go to him right now. Now he's off. So first he told me he's on. Then he told me he's off. Now he's on again. I am. Yeah, there you go. So you're on, you're off, you're on again. I'm, I'm just playing with you. Yeah, no, I understand that. I understand that. You know, I wish my wife would be on and off and on and off and off. She's off all the time. Like she's yeah. there's no time, she has no time for me whatsoever. That escalated quickly. Yeah, yeah, very, very quickly. Yeah. Don't don't say things like that because I was about to say like really. You can say whatever you want. My wife knows I talk about her every now and then, but she also knows I love her. Yeah. Yeah, I can't always say the same thing that you know. Sometimes I you know I, I wonder, but anyway, uh, she's here. She's next to me, and uh, I'm talking this way because she's in one of these heating blankets, so she can't come out of the blanket and uh, knock a, a frying pan over my head. Hey, what's going on with you? Where are you? I'm in Boston. You're in Boston? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, waiting for tomorrow. Game. One of my uh, favorite cities in North America to visit. Not that I visited many of them. Not that I visited many of them. Uh, so, I mean, as far as the United States is concerned, I obviously visited New York, New Jersey, um, Philadelphia. One of my favorites. Boston. Beautiful. Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know what? Uh, Buffalo. Uh, I've, it, Pittsburgh. So I, I visited, you know, a couple. Boston's a great city to visit. It is great city. You can spend a few days here, and you won't uh, be bored. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Did yeah. you spend some time in the North End? Is that one of your favorite spots? Or I know it is for me. I love the North End. No, I did not. I I actually arrived a bit late. Okay. Uh, I had to speak with your best buddy Jean Charles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for dinner uh, he's not my best buddy he is my friend but to say he's my best buddy like for example i'm closer to agnello than i am to jean Charles. you know what i mean okay i'm closer to my buddy fast phil than i am to jean Charles, my buddy mike but he is a friend of mine there's no doubt about it okay well yeah you're honest so it's good yeah no it's great and uh again i'm wearing my my hat uh, to say hi to the black box yeah today. So, yeah. Okay. There's, uh, listen, I want to tell you about a place 
We're going to start talking about the Habs in just a second here. Oh, I didn't um, know. Oh, the but uh, there's a place in the North End. It's called the Daily Catch. Have you ever been? Uh, no. Okay. It's on Hanover Street. Okay. And uh, it's, 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 it's like a little, it looks like a little diner. Okay. It looks like a little diner. And as a matter of fact, they serve you your meal right from the frying pan. Okay. So they bring the frying pan, all the oil and everything uh, and stuff like that. Uh, uh, probably not the greatest thing for you, but okay, the fish is fresh and it tastes really good. The calamari in particular, it's a really, really interesting spot, you know. Uh, hopefully, you don't have to go to the bathroom when you're there because they don't have one. But okay. it's a good spot to go in and have a quick uh, quick meal. Good spot. All right. Okay. Uh, Canadians and the Bruins tomorrow night. Yep. What can we do to revamp this rivalry that was? which I don't even think is a rivalry anymore. I don't. I mean, I, I, you know, obviously, you know, we know that the Boston Bruins are the best team in hockey right now, and the Canadians are probably like the fifth worst. So that doesn't help. And I guess the easy answer would be, well, they both would have to be pretty much the same level to revamp it. But I don't know about you, but uh, this is like the weakest I've seen this rivalry be in a long, long time. Well, you need, first you need playoffs. And yeah. you need to play against Boston during the season. And I, I really don't like the you have to play uh, home and away against each team, at least in the National Hockey League. I, I would take Boston way more often than what we are seeing right now. So that's that's the key. First, you need playoffs. That's, that's where yeah. you build rivalries but so so in your world how many times would you want to see the canadians play the bruins in a season well it's tough because i i didn't do the math but at least four times against boston against toronto against ottawa against buffalo i mean yeah i want to see those teams more often than seeing i mean who or who is it like uh, can't miss uh, against Arizona, let's say. Who sits on his couch on a Saturday night and, you know, getting excited to see Montreal against Arizona? Not even me. I don't even, I don't even know how they have ice there. Uh, yeah, and it, it's the same with a lot of teams. So, anyways. So, and and who, who cares in Arizona? Well, first about their team, but playing against Montreal. I mean, so... For me, it's 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 so obvious. You need rivalries, and and now I mean we could do an hour of show with that, but that's why you need to have like the Nordiques back. You need rivalries. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see the Nordiques back for sure. That'll be an automatic rivalry because of the proximity in the province of Quebec and all that stuff. But I, you know, I have to tell you, um, the Bruins and the Canadian. The one thing I like about the playoff format. That is, in, that is in existence right now, and it's the only thing that I like about the playoff format, is if the same teams are making the playoffs four or five years in a row, which is what I think we're going to see going forward, because teams either make the decision to rebuild yeah, or not. So teams that are good, those same teams will be good for a period of time, and teams that aren't good 
won't be good for a period of time. So what I like about this playoff system right now is that you can have rivalries because teams will play each other often in the playoffs. Example, Tampa Bay and Toronto. That's not a good example. Is there a rivalry between them? I think so. I mean, I know Tampa Bay wins all the time, but look, the Canadians, the, the Bruins hadn't beat the Canadians for 46 years at one point, and they had a rivalry, but they couldn't beat the Canadians, but they had a rivalry. Geography speaking, it's, it, I mean, Toronto-Tampa, it's, I, I mean, I, I don't get excited by this matchup. I mean, I'd rather see, I don't know, let's, let's see how it could, I mean, one. Yeah, but, 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 but hold on a second. Did Detroit and Colorado once upon a time, did they not have a rivalry? They did. Geography had nothing to do with it? You're, you're right about that. But, I mean, it, it was kind of a different era where uh, the rivalry, what are you doing? Uh, I find that I just came out of the spa and I find that my hair is very, very dry and stuff like that. So you probably missed this, but this is uh, my uh, my uh, hairstylist gave me this and he thinks the best thing for your hair is actual natural conditioner. So I take conditioner just like that. See? In two seconds, bella bella, nice and nice. You see? Yeah, Look at that. Yeah. These are my tricks, my friend. Okay. I, I am not afraid to give away my trade secrets and my tricks because even if people copy what I do, at the end of the day, they're not me. Do you understand? Yeah. Okay. So it. now let's go back to what we're talking about here. Uh, because uh, different type of wait, wait. you know what I want to see, Mapper? I want to see, let's just say the Canadians and the Bruins play each other six to eight times a year okay that's a lot that's i mean it can't work can't work there there's too many teams well it can work you just don't have to play every team well you need to see at least i mean you have to see every team at least once but back in the days when it was okay this uh conference uh, uh this uh not conference but um mm -hmm. division you're gonna play them one year at their place and the year after home. So that was, to me, it, it, it could work. But, I mean, I, I couldn't care less about playing Arizona twice in the year. No, you're right about that. But, you know, I'll tell you what can really get a rivalry going. Let's say the Canadians play the Bruins. Yeah. Tomorrow night on a Thursday night in Boston. Okay? Yeah. They stay there on Friday. And on Saturday... They play them again in Boston. So this way, for example, they arrive on the Wednesday or they arrive on the Tuesday night. On the Wednesday, they have a practice in Boston. The media is already setting the stage, right? The Canadians versus the Bruins. The storylines are coming out. The interviews are taking place. Then on Thursday, more quotes, more of this. Thursday night, they play. They play the result of the game, whatever it is, it is. Friday, they're back at practice, both teams. Boston media going to Canadians practice, Canadians media going to Boston practice, this, that. The next night on Saturday night, a couple nights after their first game, they play again. They don't have to travel back to Canadians. They stay in Boston, right? There's no travel. They're rested, but there's a lot of emotions carrying over from the game before. This is what I'd love to see, Mapper. World, but it's not going to happen. It's too expensive. What, what, do, what do you mean it's too expensive? I mean, spending a week on the road is expensive for, for a hockey team. So, 
Well, look at all the trips they do when they go to the West Coast. Look at all the days when they go to Los Angeles. They play the Kings. They play the Ducks. They play the Sharks. They play uh, They play uh, the Ducks, Kings, Sharks. Who am I missing here? Uh, well, you have Seattle. You have L.A. You have uh, yeah, Anaheim, Arizona, Vegas. Okay. When they go and they play the Oilers, they play the Jets, they play the Flames. They yeah. play the Canucks. They're on the road for uh, over a week. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, but uh, it, yeah, it, it's just not the same. I mean, back in the days when there was fighting and there was, you know, uh, like big quotes, but now they're so they're so like careful with what they're saying. You can't. Talk, I mean, I'm 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 not criticizing the fact that there's no more fights or pretty much. Yeah, but not the same. So I, to me, just. Geography is is a good thing uh, when it comes up to rivalry playoffs, obviously. But yeah, I, I'm just I'm just tired of seeing like how can I say that politely? Some teams that people couldn't care less. It's, I hear you. Well, Arizona shouldn't even be in the league. I mean, with all due respect to our buddy. Uh, who's the coach of uh, the uh, Arizona Coyotes, Coach Andre Tourigny, coach, nothing personal, has nothing to do with you. But I don't like the way Arizona has operated over the past couple of years. They're just helping teams get, you know, they're just helping teams get rid of some of their contracts. They're taking on the contracts so they could just be above the floor. I don't like it. By the way, very important. This is a big, big news on this Wednesday, March 22nd, and it is 17 minutes into the show. Isabelle Plant just text on youtube live great look tony now that i put the conditioner in my hair great look and is isabel that... plant usually throws the compliments your way on twitter but tonight she likes my hair great look tony she says well she knows what a good looking man looks like so i i, I you know what i would tend to agree with that i clearly <laughs> yes 100 percent 100 percent the, the Canadians and the Bruins, the rivalry, the rivalry used to be so intense that, you know, you know, what used to drive me crazy. Rene Rancourt. We just have to say hi to Isabelle. I met her twice. She's really nice. So I'm sure she is. But Rene Rancourt, yeah, it was. Yeah, he was. He was. A you character. remember Rene Rancourt? Yeah, of course I do. The anthem singer, right? Yeah. He used to give the fist pump. Remember? Yeah. yeah. He used to give that fist pump. That fist pump used to bother me so much. I felt like punching my television. You know what? I don't have any anger management problems. Believe me, I don't. But that fist pump that he used to do, it used to bother me so much, man. It you know, bothered me. Well, I mean, he was a showman. And I, I think at one point he was like taking a little bit too much space. But now. The, yeah, he yeah. got carried away. Eh? He wanted to steal the show, eh? Maybe a little bit, but he wasn't doing it with his singing. No, but now the the anthem singer is actually bartender in the building, second floor. And when it's time to go sing, doo -doo -doo -doo, he sings and then goes back to his bar. Wow. Yeah. So I, I met him like I think it was like four or five years ago. Uh, what I, are, what I, are they? What are they cheap to that point that they don't want to hire an anthem singer so that they get the guy the bartender was working? Say, hey, by the way, go sing a song. They pay him. They pay him, I guess. Well, but I would. I would hope so. Like I said, he's a such a nice guy. So, anyways. It's yeah. Yeah. But it's not Rene Ranko. No, 
but he used to bother me. And it, it, it all coincided. Remember in the 80s, so the Canadians had beat the Bruins for the longest time. You remember that? And yep. then the Bruins, I'm trying to think when the Bruins beat the Canadians, and I'm going to guess 1988. I believe the Bruins beat the Canadians in 1988, and then they beat them a couple of times in the 90s. And that was with Rajan Lemelin, that was with Andy Moog, and that was with uh, Cam yep. Neely, right? And Reggie Lemelin, he used to do it too. He used to take off that cage, that cage that he had, and he used to give like the little fist pump like that. It used to drive me crazy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, used to you, drive me crazy. Do you like the anthems? Like the, the fact that we still have anthems? I like the fact that they have anthems before the game. Okay. But if they get rid of them, I have no problem whatsoever. You know what I mean? I just kind of, I think I like them okay. because I'm used to them and not because I feel that they should be played. Okay. Because at the end of the day, if the Bruins play the Canadians. Think you know the Brooks ghost? Think again. Introducing the all new, better than ever ghost 16. Now with nitrogen infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you're playing old Canada and you're cheering for the Canadians, but the Bruins end up having more Canadians than the Canadians do. Like, what's the what's the use of the anthem? You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not saying that that's the case, but, you know, there are times where you can probably get, you know, you're you're hearing the American anthem and the team probably has three American players. Like, so yeah. what's the... I don't care if they get rid of the anthem. I really I, don't. I just think it's not the best for, for the crowd and for the players to, you know, because... The, the the only place or probably pretty much the only place where I actually like like the anthems is Chicago. If you can go there, no matter what the game will be the anthem. Yeah. It's it's but uh, people I, like anthems though. Remember they used to think that Jeanette used to bring the Canadians all kinds of luck. And I think you know what? I think she sang like eight times and I think they lost six. Yeah. I anyways. I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, yeah. I don't know. You never met me to pick up your beer, by the way. I have that case of 12 for you. It's still in my fridge. Well, give me the good your news is when you're going to get it, it's going to be cold. Give me your address now. You want me to give it to you live right now? No, no. Yeah. I don't think I should do that because, uh, you know, not everyone watching and not everyone listening likes me. I would love it if they did. <laughs> but unfortunately they don't but the most important thing is is that even if they don't they still like and they still listen anyway there you go that's the most important thing roger hey. Doucette, by the way the late great roger Doucette was the best with the anthems well number one tough to beat the guy from chicago right now yeah they got no the one in chicago he's excellent eh? 
He's yeah. very, very good. Very, very good. Um, I, I like the chat that, um, that I had with, um, with Jean-Charles Lajoie earlier this morning, who, by the way, did you see yesterday when he broke the table? Did you see that? I didn't see it. I, I, I wanted to, I'll, I'll go take a look after. Yeah. You didn't see that on, on Twitter or? No, I did. Well, I, I, I mean, I've, I've had a long day, so. Okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll bring it up here at some point. But uh, he and I, uh, I thought we had a real interesting conversation earlier this morning. And uh, you know what? Um, Patrick Rouard, le préfet de discipline, actually joined us on the conversation. It was a good one. I'd love to have your opinion on this because Kent Hughes came out. He, uh, he told Pierre Lebrun yeah. that they asked, you know, he was asked, Kent Hughes was asked, how long do you guys, you know, think that this is going to be the case where, you know, you're going to be in a rebuild here and you're not going to be making the playoffs? And he said, uh, I, I, would, I would think two more years, maybe three. Yeah. And by the way, I love honesty. Jean Charles said, I hope he's just setting the bar low and then he's going to surprise everyone. And I said, no, I don't think he's doing that, Jean Charles. I said... If he said that, I believe that because that's what the plan is, and he and Jeff Gorton are going to stick to the plan. Well, what, what so, would it, if, so if, Jean Charles said uh, that better not be the plan because you know this year, you know what I know a lot of people who have lost interest and aren't watching the Canadians' games anymore, or or aren't any any and and I said yeah, but you know like Jean Charles, the building's still full. People aren't going to cancel their tickets. And he said, well, Tony, I wasn't going to talk about this, but now that you brought it up, I will. And I said, what? He said that he canceled his season tickets. And I said, wow, okay. But I said, Jean-Charles, I'm sure the second you canceled them, somebody bought your tickets. Somebody bought those tickets because they have, they have a waiting list of probably, what, four or 5,000 names. And I said, I'm sure the second that you canceled them, somebody picked them up just like that. And he said, no, Tony, if they keep on going like this, people are going to lose interest. And I said, but you're right. People might lose interest. But I don't think they are. But if they are, if they're going to end up being sustainable and really good for a decade, they'll be able to make all of that back. So Pat Yuar, uh chimed in, and he said, guys, this year I don't think it's as bad. Because people are buying the Connor Bedard dream. Oh, yeah. But once this season is over and Connor Bedard's going to go somewhere, the Canadians next year, if they're not going to be good like this year, it's not going to be, it's going to be bad. This year, they're getting by on the Connor Bedard dream. I'd love to know how you feel about this because it's a very interesting phenomenon that's going on right now. Okay. I think the Canadians have lost, like, I don't know what it is. What is it? Eight of their last 10 games or eight of their last 11 or whatever it is. And it seems like everyone's okay with it. So is it the Connor Bedard dream, like Pat said? Or have people bought in and they have finally accepted the rebuild once and for all? Well, I think people, they know hockey and they know that you can't just do that. Yes, Connor Bedard is is helping a lot, but right now we're seeing people having fun despite the losses because the team is is playing. I mean, they're giving it all or pretty much. 
So people, they do recognize that, they do appreciate that, but there's a difference between interest and passion. And what you need is passion. So I, I think people know, they, they know that it's not going to be next year. So after that, they, I mean, can't use is just right by saying two or three years. But we, we talked we talk about Conor Bedard. He, he yeah. just can change everything. So you, you need luck right now. You need luck. You need mm-hmm. this, this lottery and then your rebuilding or whatever you call it is, I mean, it, it, it's going to be faster by one or two, maybe three years. So, yeah. So I went out to lunch with my buddy, Senior Terry, today. And he said to me, this conversation came up and he said, Tony, I listened to you guys earlier this morning on BPM sports radio. And he said, you can tell Jean Charles that I have my season tickets and I enjoy going to the games because I enjoy watching the kids play. I enjoy watching Suzuki. I enjoyed watching Caulfield before his injury. I enjoyed watching Slavkoski before his injury. I enjoy watching uh, Jordan Harris before his injury. I enjoy watching Jack Eye before his injury. I enjoy everybody's injury. I enjoy watching Baron. I enjoyed watching Gooley before his injury. I enjoy watching Kirby Doc. I, right. You know what? And so he says, I enjoy it. But look, I, I, I got a message from my buddy Ralph who says, look, JC's right. He says, I don't watch nearly as much anymore. And I said, you know, but I, look, can it be this? Can it be that? For us that are of a certain age, and I'm older than you, I turned 50 back on the 23rd of November. Sakukoivo and I share the same birthday, by the way, but he's two years younger. Share mine with uh, Grant Fjord. You share yours with Grant Fjord? Really? That's nice. And uh, I had him on the sick podcast, by the way. We never had Saku, though. And um, can it be that as when we get older, and we know that the clock is ticking and it's no longer ticking with us or for us. It's ticking against us. So we're probably going to have at one point in our lives less time left on this earth than we've already lived. Is it possible that we just start to appreciate other things in life and we detach a bit? Now, I watch all the time because this is what I do for a living. And if I'm not going to watch, I'm going to sound like an idiot. I don't want to sound like an idiot. But can it be that? Another thing, can it be that the season is just too long? Like, I love the game. This is what I do for a living, right? I talk about the game. I love the game. But the season's too long. Marc-Andre, the season's too long. Too long, and you have too many games against teams that people don't care. It's no storylines. No storylines. comes back to, to this. To me, it's it's so obvious but i mean how how can you ask people especially on, on a losing season to stay awake at 10 or 10 30 to watch a game against la against anaheim against san jose against arizona it, it, you, you just can't do that no people are gonna do it so i mean it, let just one more game against Boston instead of Arizona. One yeah. more game, Toronto instead of LA. And 
now we're not on we're not talking about the hour just just yeah the map. but mapper there's hockey games every night from the first week of october it's until perfect. middle of april and then there's the playoffs there right. shouldn't be hockey every night of course there should yeah you think so no sunday's yeah. football sunday is football the football. nhl should not play games on sundays well, you're not gonna do your your schedule. Uh, I mean, because of football, you, you, there there's some games. There's not a lot of games on, on Sundays, but yeah, you need you know you need to have to to, to I don't keep people interested. I I like watching some hockey every night. Sometimes I go to bed. I just watch. Let's say one period. Now I'm watching Pittsburgh, Colorado. I like it. I enjoy it. I mean, I'm not as attentive. Yes. Like focus, but yeah, I like yeah. it. I, I read sometimes I read, I watch hockey. It's yeah, I I love it. Christian Martel says I remember the eighties, the Quebec Nordiques, the Montreal Canadians, eight times a year, plus preseason, plus playoffs. Those were the days. That's the major reason. That's a big reason why I want the Nordiques come back because the Canadians and the Nordiques for me was the best rivalry in hockey. The first shot. And you're you're gonna have people watching, you're gonna have people buying stuff you're gonna have i just I, i'm so tired like trying to figure out why why but anyways it bothers you eh? the schedule you know so i told you there's too many games right 82 games for me there's too many games i don't agree uh, okay so we're gonna agree to disagree yeah i would shave off minimum minimum two games a month minimum and have a 70 game season. The owners are all going to say no because there's less revenue coming in. You know what I would do? I would say, okay, guys, to make up the revenue, if we have to, you could put advertising on your jerseys. I, don't I would make them average. They could look like walking billboards if they wanted to. I don't care if it means you're going to shave off two to three games a month. And you're going to end up obviously having a better product because you're going to not play threes and fours or fours and sixes or fives and eights. It's going to be a better product. There's going to be less injuries. There's too many injuries, man. That's a the fact. Canadians have lost more guys to injury than they've had guys play games this year. Fact. That's a fact. Uh, yeah. But it's not, I mean, look at Dallas. They don't have injuries. So it's, they're, no, I, I, I like, 82 games, I don't mind. I just, again, I just mind seeing Dallas two times, seeing Arizona. I just The Stanley Cup comes up, comes out in the middle of June. Oh, that's too late. I agree with that. I mean, but, starting May 1st, I'm taking walks. I'm going to Dairy Queen to have an ice cream. Yeah, but the, the, like the, every night. The training camp, they have eight preseason games. Too the, much? Cut it, cut it by four or five right there. And your your problem is pretty much solved. Yeah, so, I, in the Stanley Cup should not come out in the month of June. Well, when you have like in the Stanley Cup, the finals, there's two days between each games. It's 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 too much. So you look in, in, instead, the contrary is going to happen. They're going to end up adding teams going forward, and they're going to end up adding games going forward. Hey, speaking of injuries in the Canadians. Uh, what was that about Jordan Harris today? Did he make his way on the ice and he was in a non-contact jersey? And yeah. then after a discussion, 
He was in a contact jersey. Explain that to me, please. Oh, well, it's just, yeah, dark blue jersey. Uh, and yeah, probably uh, Graham told someone on the bench to go get Jordan Harris, telling him that, you know, he can have contact. So he just switched his jersey, which is, I've never seen that, but it's good news. And uh, yeah, he traveled with the team. He's not going to play tomorrow against Boston, but it's it, it's good news. But I, I, I have never seen that. So probably, yeah. Uh, I, my guess is that you know the the person who's you know putting the jerseys on the not his stall and yeah stall he just didn't get the memo I guess or what uh, okay well that could very well be all right it kind of looked a little bit weird um, but, your buddy George Larax don't you so see Josh well I've talked to him maybe once twice in but, your whole life yeah really. Yeah, not a lot, but yeah, he's really nice guy. Really nice guy. Okay. He likes pillows. Does he? Yeah, he likes pillows. He has a, I don't know, he's got an affection or like a for pillows. Every time we do the uh, podcast like this, yeah. he's usually like a regular contributor on uh, Thursdays. He usually holds on to his pillow a lot. Oh, yeah? Oh, you're yeah. about the Lane Hudson uh yeah, I wanted to talk to you about Lane Hudson. Oh, no, it's not good. George Larac says you'll trade Lane Hudson oh. if it means getting Pierre-Luc Dubois. But let's give George a mulligan, okay? It's not going to happen. It, it is not going to happen uh, for many reasons. First, there's good chances that Pierre-Luc Dubois won't cost Lane Hudson. And... Anyone who saw Lane Hudson last year at the rookie camp and yeah. is watching him play, I mean, this guy could be a gem. He's he's the real thing. Why real does this happen that in Montreal, there's members of the media, when it's not one, it's the other, that are willing to trade high-end prospects before they even play a game to get better right away. Yeah. Like, why does everyone want to do that? Like, do people not realize, with all due respect to George, and I'm going to have this conversation with him tomorrow, by the way, do people not realize the value of a player on an entry-level contract? For the first three years, that player makes less than a million dollars in a salary cap world. That's huge, you know that? That's big. That's why the, the league is young, younger and younger, but I mean, now the priority for Montreal is to sign Lane Hudson and to keep Lane Hudson. It's, a, I mean, really? you have no idea how, like, is like the potential of this kid. He, he's just amazing. So we'll see. He's still young. Anything can happen, but. I would never do that trade. Never. Yeah. I have a feeling tomorrow night, George and I are going to end up having a pillow fight. Probably. Probably. That's uh, That means... Uh, you have Him to... from his house and me from my house. Where's, think... my, uh... Where's my pillow? I had a pillow here. Oh, it's right here. Hold on a second. You've seen my pillow before, right? I did not. No? Okay, hold on a second. I got a few. Uh, your third pants. Look at you. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. 
or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Custom? I guess. It's nice, huh? It is. I got this from a uh, sports card store, uh, Sport La Tornade. Oi? Yeah, in Vaudreuil-Dorion. That's a nice gift. Nice. Yeah, so mine is uh, is a red pillow, Caulfield, number 22, okay, with his picture in the front. George uh, has a plain white pillow with, um, I don't know, it's like several polka dots on it okay. on both sides of the pillow. Uh, yeah, so that's George's pillow. I want one. Uh, yellow polka dots on a white pillow, and I have this one here. And um, we're probably going to end up getting into a pillow fight tomorrow because I don't... Lane Hudson, yeah. at 18 years old, is nominated for the Hobie Baker. Yep. You know, there's a lot of defensemen that are not nominated for the Hobie Baker. And if they are, not at 18. And he just had a better season in the NCAA than Luke Hughes. Luke Hughes, a former fourth pick overall. Fourth yeah. pick overall. Have you seen? I don't know if they changed his picture on Hockey DB. Yeah, Connie Cavallaro caught that one, by the way, with oh, George's yeah. pillow. It went over everyone's head, but Connie caught it. Good. Okay, everyone, go on the Lane Hudson uh, Hockey DB page. You'll see a, like his picture with the green, uh, the red jersey. Put your finger on it, and it's gonna switch to his old picture. Okay, so you'll see. Oh, really, eh? So you see what he looked like before he got drafted. I mean, he really looks like a 12-year-old kid. And he was small. He was thin, like uh, skinny, do you say? Yeah, skinny, yeah. Opposite yeah. of me, yeah. And uh, so and he actually, I mean, everybody knows the story now. He actually had a, a medical paper saying that, you know, it's, it's a medical situation and he's going to grow yeah. up taller and bigger and that's what's happening right now and it, it i don't know if they had the same medical situation but Lionel messi is one that had a medical situation too maybe. but Lionel messi was put on human growth hormone by the way by one of the teams that picked him up in the academy when he was like 12 or 13 i don't know if they did that with uh, with lane but anyway but that was uh, okay so are you ready for the jean charles lajoie video Yesterday, there he is at TVA Spa. He finishes his show, his television show, Monday to Friday, uh, GEC, from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. He finishes the show. He goes into one of the rooms close to the studio, and he shoots a promo for 
today's radio show at BPM Sport. Let's watch it. And there you have it. There you have it. My God, man. My God. Funny. Yeah. When Lenotson got drafted, it wouldn't have happened. So I um I went to the um I went to that room, which you know where where it is, right? It's that uh it's that room right next to where uh behind the vending machines and behind the uh, the water cooler. The and uh and I went there today and I'm like, you know what? I know where that room was, I know where that happened. So I went in and I wondered, you know, if they had removed the furniture and stuff like that or whatever. And uh, Sammy and Yellow, I, I sent it to you. Uh if you can bring it up. Let's see if you can bring it up here. Okay, I sent you the, uh, the uh, I sent you a picture just now via text message. Let me know if you can bring it up, or just basically let me know when you have it. Okay. All right, they're gonna let me know when they have it. Okay, so they don't have it just yet. They can't bring it up just yet. Uh, so anyway, they'll uh, they'll let me know, but. Uh, that, that's happened to me on a couple of occasions. It's never happened at the TV station, but it's <laughs> happened in my house. And uh, You don't sit on the table, eh? That's first. But you know what? There's credit, and I, and I love this, right? I would have done the same thing. There's a lot of people who would have stopped that, and they would not have put it on social media, but he's able oh. to laugh at a situation and laugh at himself. So he put it on social media, and I thought that was great. Of course, yeah, he's fun. Unfortunately, you're going to have some people that are going to have some comments that aren't too nice and aren't too kind, but he put it anyway. You know what I mean? That's okay. We, we, I mean, it's it, it's part of the business, right? Yeah. Kent Hughes said that if he can try and make a, a deal like a Kirby Doc deal for a young player to accelerate the rebuild, he will. But to go out and make a deal or sign like a 28-year-old player to make the Canadians better right away, he's not interested. So my question to you is, and I thought I wouldn't bring up this guy's name, but I will. Do you think the same would apply to Pierre-Luc Dubois, who will be 25 years old at the end of June? Or because you said a 28-year-old player, then it doesn't apply to Dubois and the Canadians will try and get Dubois here. I'm, I'm not sure I understand the question. So Kent Hughes said, yeah. we're doing a rebuild. Yeah. We're not, you know, the we'll accelerate it if we can get a Kent, uh, like a Kirby Doc kind of trade. Okay. But to go out and sign a 28-year-old, we wouldn't do that. Okay. Now, Dubois will be 25 in June. And I know he's not going to be UFA in June. He's set to be UFA the year after that. But do you think what he said applies to Dubois, or do you think that he would want to bring in Dubois to try oh. to accelerate the rebuild? With maybe a trade and sign situation. You're not just trading Dubois if you don't have the guarantee that he's, you know, he's going to be in Montreal for for many years. So that's the, the only thing is if it's trade and sign, he would do it in a heartbeat, but not just trade and hope that he's going to sign when he's UFA. So. I got I got the picture. You want to see it? Yeah. So I went in that room today. 
That's hey, it's still there. Broken. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that that table is not made in Germany and it's not made in Switzerland. And it's gonna it's not gonna make it uh, to tomorrow. <laughs> no, it's not gonna make it to uh, to tomorrow. No. All right, okay. Um Emil Heinemann scored tonight. He did. Yeah. That was a Foley trade, and it's probably the only yeah. trade that can't use didn't win yet. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. I'm 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 interested in this one. Uh, I'm interested in this player because he has a major league shot. We were told about his shot. This guy can really shoot the puck. So you know what? I I think this guy can be an interesting prospect. Anyway, enjoy your time in Boston. So the Canadians and the Bruins tomorrow night. Yep. What do you have planned tomorrow? Who do you plan on speaking with? I would imagine the typical uh, interview with uh, Patrice Bergeron, or did he do that today? Well, I did it today with uh, Jean-François Chaumont and Guillaume Lefrançois, but we'll, we'll do it tomorrow tomorrow again, and it's always interesting. He always takes he, that, he's such a class act. Hey, Jim Montgomery, what a coach, eh? He, great coach, great guy, great story. So, and I mean, this team, they did the right things, and that's why guys like Raichi came back, Bergeron came back for less money, and they are winning. They built, they did build something very appealing to the players, and it's you know, I, I, if if you, I mean, I know Martin Saint Louis is looking at the Bruins and he's like that's ex- well and can't use, and that's what I wanna. Yeah, do. Mapper, uh, you know I always appreciate it. Look, if I would be in Boston right now at this time. I'd probably be on Hanover Street. So the fact that you stayed in in your hotel to do this, merci beaucoup, mon chum. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers, everyone. Thank All you. right, there you have it. Mac andre Perot from TVA Sport. What a guy. What a guy. All right, okay. Uh, back to uh, some of your comments. And uh, uh, Sammy and Yellow, if you uh, if you want to bring them. Sammy and Yellow, can you, can you come on screen here for a second? What's up, Tony? So... I know that you guys, and I've said this before, you're the rather shy type. Yep. Okay. Um, my wife thinks you're absolutely hilarious, by the way. She thinks that every show, the end of every show, we should go to you the end of every show. Now, it's not the end yet. It's 1047. But um, I'm going to let you do what I do for 30 seconds. Oh, here we go again. Because I need to pee. What's wrong with this guy? What's wrong? I, I'm, I'm drinking four. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm drinking four liters of water a day. Four liters. So we, we decided that we're going to make like a little commercial, like a two-minute commercial. Every time you go to the bathroom, that's yeah. what we're going to put on. Okay, hold on a second. But just talk to people, okay? What do you want me to tell people? Tell people, say that. I don't know. Tell them about your life. It's interesting. Well, how many of you people think that Tony's normal? That's what I'd like to see in the chat. Do you think he's sick? Or do you think he's normal? Please let us know. Because for me, it's not normal what he does. So, <laughs> you should put on a song, Sammy. Yeah, put on a song for us. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Italian one is good. Please start dancing again. on mute you're on mute yes i wash my hands with soap by the way i read some of the comments they're washed they're wet yeah soap 100 percent. So we're trying to we're trying yeah. to contact dancing with the stars we want to see if we can put you on there i would win i know that's why i think i'd have a really good chance it'd be great for the show i learned how to dance a long time ago and it's very very important ask me why why you yeah. don't know? No. Nope. Because when you're at an establishment, whether you're at a nightclub, you're at a restaurant, you're at a reception hall, you're at a gala, and you get up to dance, and women are looking at you. When a woman sees a man that knows how to dance, she looks over at her friend and she says, I bet you this guy really knows how to dance. So here's the problem. If you think you're dancing, is really good dancing, we've got serious problems. Eh? <laughs> if you think you're dancing is good dancing, we've got serious problems. Oh, no, no, I know how to dance. <laughs> I'm just I know how to dance. <laughs> When I go to a reception hall or, in a, or a gala or whatever and stuff I've like that, I start you. dancing. I've seen you. You take over the dance. All the, other, all the other men, they leave the hall. They leave, yeah, of course. I they see. leave. They have no chance. None. Zero. I agree. I agree. You should see the move that I have when I put... You know, I should have my wife come... Ange! She's not coming on, so I don't know why you're calling her. Angie! Sweetheart! You're ruining my podcast by not answering, eh? And we need this podcast to put food on the table. She's in the room right here. I'm going to get her, and I'm going to show you the way I twirl her. Yeah. She'll pass out. Yeah. But isn't she in their special blanket, weight loss blanket? She's still in that blanket. She's been in that blanket for about an hour now. I think she's trying to avoid you. Edge, can you come here? Edge. Edge, come here right now. Edge. Edge, the podcast depends on it. Edge. No, no, don't. You're, you're drenched. Yeah, what else is new? <laughs> Sweetie, what, Ange? Can you please come here for a second? Oh, Ange, how does she do it? <laughs> no, forget it. No, she doesn't listen to you, Tony. Yeah. No, she doesn't listen to you. No. No. 
No, okay. this is a disaster. I, I told her, get over here. That's what happens. She's hurting our ratings. By the way, somebody mentioned to me that maybe I'm actually going to pee because I have diabetes. I hope I don't. Oh, stop. It's all the water you're drinking. Well, I would think so, yes. But you know what they say? A lot of people that have diabetes drink a lot of water because their mouth is very dry and they feel like they have to drink all the time. But you ever, you, you ever hear that when you put a lot of conditioner in your hair, it makes you pee also? Is that right? That's what I heard. When you put a lot of conditioner, yeah? yeah. Wow. That's the biggest conditioner ball I've ever seen. It is. Hey, are you going to the, um, you going to casino tomorrow night? No, we were at Playground tonight at our sponsor tonight. It was incredible. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a lot of people came up to us asking about the show. It was really great. They do a great job there. Yeah, they really do. They do a great job. Yeah. It was packed. Great job. Yeah. Good food. That's what I, I, I actually meant by the casino when I was, was yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. because I know you, were t- you told me that you were either going tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. I just wasn't sure when you were going. They had a special tonight for members. Also, Bugo for $6. It's unbelievable. Also, Bugo for $6? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Food's really good. Very cheap. No tax. Great stuff. Great stuff. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. They got it down pat there. They know what they're doing. That's uh, that's 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 amazing. Okay, very very good. All right, why don't you do this? Um, why don't you uh, you bring up some um, comments? Okay, some comments. Okay, my shoulder is still killing me, by the way. Uh, but the good news is I'm going to see my osteo tomorrow at uh, nine a.m. Good. So I'm going tomorrow, and then I'm going to the week after, and then the week after that, and and she told me that. you know, it should be over by then, or I should get rid of this problem. I hope so. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let's get to the, some of the questions. Um, is Kirby Doc got the potential to be an elite player? Yes, I think he definitely does. Uh, Kirby Doc has the potential to be an elite player. Yesterday, he was dominant. Yesterday, he looked like, and I wouldn't bet on this, by the way, because I still think that Nick Suzuki is the guy. But yesterday, we can understand, you know, why he was drafted third overall. And when he plays like that, you you could say to yourself that he probably has the potential to be, you know, better than Nick Suzuki as a centerman. Says Olivier Giroud, who's not the Olivier Giroud who plays for the French, the men's French national team, by the way. He's another uh, Olivier Giroud, who says, uh, best cannoli in Montreal, Tony. Very difficult question. Because many player, uh, many places make a great cannoli. Many places make a great cannoli. Um, Aladi on Chantalon makes a great cannoli. Mr. Biscotti at Marche Tanya in Little Italy makes a great cannoli. Patisserie La Salle in Villa Salle makes a great cannoli. Uh, Those are just three places, but there's many places that make a great cannoli. Probably going to get in trouble there for leaving some out, but believe me when I tell you, there's there's many places that make a great cannoli. La Salle Pastry and RDP makes a great cannoli. Um, La Concadoro makes uh, a great cannoli. Patisserie Vimont makes a very good cannoli. Um, Tillamont makes a very good cannoli. 
Best Napoli wood oven style pizza. This coming in from Stu in Montreal. Um, hmm. There's a lot of places that make a very good um, pizza like that. Uh, Moretti's is one. Um, Sophia's Distrant uh, is another. Um, I've heard there's an establishment on the West Island, uh, which I haven't tried yet. That is very good, but I haven't tried. And there's a couple of places in Little Italy that also have a real good one. Uh, I like um, Gemma is good. And I like um, I like Pomodoro too. All right. We can, uh, we can, by the way, as you just saw, this doesn't have to be hockey, right? It can, it could be absolutely anything. And by the way, cannoli is not my favorite pastry. If you're wondering, I prefer Zeppoli over a cannoli, but I like cannoli very, very much. I'm also a big fan of batchy chocolates, by the way. I like batchy chocolates a lot. Best Zeppelis are a patisserie Amoretti and RDP. I heard those are very good. Yes, patisserie La Salle in Villa Salle is also very good. And I heard that uh, San Marco is very, very good as well. And uh, another place that makes a great cannoli and a great Zeppoli is uh, Dolce Piu. They have two locations. One is in uh, Ville Saint Laurent and the other one is in Blainville. But once again, we're lucky in Montreal. We're lucky. There's a lot of bakeries, pastry shops that make very, very good cannolis. A lot of places. Uh, and there's there's one place, uh, Puke Dolci, that brings in amazing cakes from Italy. Amazing cakes from Le Puglie. I think notably from Lecce. They bring in amazing cakes and, and all that stuff. And really, really good. Other questions? And Yellow, bring them up. Uh, Joe the Snoop says, Tony, if you come here to Sydney, Australia, you'll love the Italian food. Joe, uh, it's funny you say that. My sister is there right now as we speak. She's in Sydney, Australia right now as we speak. I think she's going to be there for uh, another five or six days. Uh, from Sparla Tornad, George is 100% right. He's 100% right, meaning what? That he would trade late Hudson for Pierre-Luc Dubois? I don't know about that. Choke says, Theodore, do you need me to rub your temples? Which is what uh, Miss L.A. used to do to the great late Ted Teven back in the day. Just relax. Now lay your head back and let me rub your temples. You see? There's nothing to get excited about. Ted Teven was amazing, man. Ted Teven was amazing. Amazing. More questions. Hey, Tony, is Monty have the potential to be a number one in the National Hockey League? Have the potential? Yes. But I still think that when the Montreal Canadiens are a contender, it'll be another goalie that'll be their number one and not Samuel Montembeau. Tony, is Drew getting a contract or a PTO next year? Habs or another team? He's not getting a contract with the Canadians. I think he will get a PTO with another team. And if he does sign the National Hockey League, it'll probably be a short-term contract. 
Alessia G says, Tony, do you remember Andre from Toronto? Yes, I do remember Andre from Toronto. Yes, I remember Andre from Toronto. Tony, was Ted Teeman Randy Teeman's dad? No, because Randy was Teeman and Ted was Teeman. So there's a difference. Others coming in. Whenever you're ready. People ask me whatever you want. Eh? If Tony Prigionero, Montreal drafts fifth and Michkov is still available, do you think? Can't use drafts him even with the Russian KHL? Yes, of course. He just said it. He just said that he thinks they'll miss the playoffs for the next three years. So you think that he's going to care that he won't have uh, Michkov here for two or three years? No. If Michkov's available at five, my prediction is he drafts him. Next. I think he's the the second best pure talent in the draft, by the way, after Bedard. Marco Monaco, Caulfield's contract is going to happen when, for how long, and how much. It's going to happen uh, before the end of the year, and it's either going to be a three-year deal or it's going to be uh, a seven- or eight-year deal. So I'm going with those three years, three, seven, or eight. I'm not going with anything else, and I, I, I think you're looking at upwards of $8 million. So I said you can ask me anything, but it seems like Agnello and Sammy are really going with uh, hockey generic questions here. What's the place that imports those cakes? This coming in from, uh, I don't know if that's Yams, Yams, or I-M-I-M-S. It's Pew Que Dolce. And you can order from their warehouse either out of Montreal North or out of Laval. Frank Consolo, do you think Caulfield will be the same player? Yes, I do. He has a nose for the net and he knows how to score goals. You can't teach stuff like that. Others coming in. Tony, favorite time of the year for sports, spring or fall? Spring. It's playoffs. Next. Do we have out... uh, do we have our number one and two centers in Suzuki and Doc? I would think so, unless they draft Fantilli. Because if they draft Fantilli, then Fantilli will be a center and Doc's going to be a winger. Next. Any idea why the Bergevin regime was against having alumni around? Because they wanted to control everything. That's basically it. Next. Matrix says, would you invite Jean-Charles Lajoie to the podcast? I already have before, and he knows he has an open invitation anytime. I think he's just not very comfortable with his English, but I think his English is good enough to do the podcast. With Quinton Musty, we'll win the cup within a few years. I, I don't think the Canadians are going to draft Quinton Musty. No. Next. What are we going to do when we pick fourth this year? Tell me who's going to go second and third, and I'll tell you what they're going to do fourth. Until then, I don't know. The show should be over, by the way, and I have an incredible pain in my arm, but questions are coming in at 100 miles an hour, and since I'm a man of the people, I decided to uh, to answer some of the questions. Okay, uh, but it, we probably should end it there. Why don't we just, I'll, I'll take one more. 
Um, Alessia says, when are you coming to Toronto? I will be in Toronto this summer. I don't know when exactly, but I'll be in Toronto this summer. I like visiting Toronto. I'll be in Toronto this summer. Why? Am I invited anywhere or what? Alessia is asking me to go to Toronto on yellow. Alessia, I don't know when I'm going to Toronto, but I'll be in Toronto this summer. And uh, if you want, you know, and um, uh, you wanted to uh, to meet up, uh, have a coffee, take a picture, say hello, no matter what it is, you can always email me, Tony, at thesickpodcast.com, and um, I'll, you know, I'll put it in my calendar or something and then, you know, give myself a reminder if I'm going to Toronto to send uh, to send you a note. And uh, there's a lot of people. My dad, uh, Andre, from Toronto, wants you to come. Yes, okay, so now that makes sense because she told me, do you know Andre from Toronto? And I said, yes. So her dad would want me to go. Yes, I'd be more than happy to see uh, you and your dad, 100%. Gary says, we need to do a party when you're here in Toronto. Sure, let's do a party when I'm in Toronto, no problem. Let's do a party when I go to Toronto, no problem. Agnello and Sammy, just come back and then we're going to go. We're going to call it a night. Come for dinner with my dad, sure. What's up, Tony? Uh, okay, so listen, we're going we're gonna to do this. Uh, we're getting more and more uh, questions about it. We're going to do this get-together at some point here? Yes, 100%. Month of June probably sounds good to you. Yep. Month of June or May maybe, June? Even, maybe even a bit earlier. Maybe even a bit earlier. Yep. June is just it's nice. People are on vacation. Yeah, we just, just got to find the right location, which it, we're looking at later and stuff like that. I agree. We can find the right location. Yeah, so many places we can do it. Yeah, of course. You know, of course. I think I know where we're going to do it. Don't say it. There's a lot of locations. I know. Hopefully, it's one of our sponsors. Uh, of course. I mean, that's that's what we're going to do. Yep. If not, uh, we'll do it at uh, Angrenal Park in Villa South. Yeah, we can. In the outdoors. Yep. Barbecue. Eh? Barbecue. Barbecue. That's it. Yep. You know, they said LaSalle is the second most romantic city in Canada, right? Is it? Yes. LaSalle has been voted the second most romantic city in Canada. Is everything else first? No, but uh, no, there's another city, which I don't remember which one it is, but LaSalle is number two. But I think that's because I'm 50, mm -hmm. because if I was 20, it would be number one. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to be back tomorrow night. It's the, hey, listen, I can't wait for tomorrow because it's the Canadians and the Bruins. And even though there are two teams going in completely different directions right now, for whatever reason, I just think that something's going to happen in that hockey game tomorrow to try and spice up this rivalry again, that we're going to be talking about it. All right. So right after the Canadians and the Bruins tomorrow night, um, which, by the way, tomorrow night. I'm going to supper with a big fan of the show, a big fan of the show, reached out and wanted to know if I wanted to do supper tomorrow night. And I said, I'd love to, but we have to go to an establishment where we can watch the game yeah. because then I got to go home and I got to talk about it. So I'll tell you how my uh, night goes tomorrow night. And uh, we'll talk Canadians and Bruins tomorrow night. So for all of you that were watching and participating on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Twitter Live, if you like the podcast, message SICK, S-I-C-K, 
like it, share it with your friends. And uh, on Google, Apple, or Spotify, leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it. Team concept, total emotion, and motivation, says the great Peter from Cote St. Luke. Their Cavallaro. I'm Marinaro. Talk to you tomorrow. Good night. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinaro on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. 